This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 185 of The Real Word. Word is up. You won't hear any cell phone chimes in the background. We are in officially our new studio. There's still a lot of tweaks that have to happen yeah, here Yeah, because the they can probably studio. hear the air right now. The air is on. No, no air? You can't hear that. There are Ooh. other things. There's soundproofing that is still going up. Uh, we're going to be getting some new arms. I'm, I'm, I'm done with these arms. A lot of good things are happening, but Nicole, how does it feel? to be in the new office that you've been working tirelessly on the last 30 days. <laughs> it feels great. I just, I can't find any of our right. TV remotes. All right, we've, we've yeah, that's true. That's, Apple TV remotes, which we it. don't need. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, we've got some pretty good rackets and a, uh, a marketeer. We have a spying racket, a market shifting racket. Ooh, which brings me, we didn't put any cameras in here. Yeah, Should we be? I don't know. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And a marketeer of the week, Liz Vaynerchuk Nuvello, and what she's doing in her social game that everybody needs to be doing right now. She was also on our Real Word Confessional. Make sure you go check that out. If you're not subscribed to this channel, you're missing the confessionals. You're probably missing some of these shows and our short clips. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube to The Real Word. Love for you to leave a comment and share this with someone else who can benefit from the content. Okay, racket number one, nearly one third of sellers are using spy cams during showings. Now, before we get into, uh, I think this is a bank rate article. Well, we got it through Realtor uh, Magazine. No, this is Lending Tree, not bank rate. Yep. So survey. Uh, Realtor Magazine has it and Inman will, will link both of those articles up that cover this Lending Tree study, okay? And this was more than 2,000 consumers. Before we get into that, our state of Connecticut. Yes. In the listing, and, and if your state does the same, I'd love to hear in the comments. In the listing mm -hmm. agreement, you have to check off and the seller has to actually initial. Right. Recording. If they have a recording device. Right. In the home. Right. So you have to have that conversation with the seller. And then you have to disclose it though in the listing. Right. Yeah. So that's in our state. Love to hear from you in the comments uh, if you have to do that in your state. It's interesting though, because I guarantee you I've been to homes that, because even like the ring cameras on the outside of the home, that is a that recording records. device. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of recording devices. Technically, I mean, Alexa's recording everything that you do. I don't think they consider that the the Alexa Echo no, Dots. No, because if you if that. you go back onto all of your recorded for Alexa, though, it's really just the things that you asked. Yeah. But, okay. Supposedly, yeah. three in ten home sellers say they've used a hidden camera during an open house or showing at their home, according to this Lending Tree study of more than two thousand consumers. The most common reason cited by nearly half of those who provided reasons is to understand what home buyers do and do not like about the home. So 49%, and, and Bobby, let's just put this chart up and leave the chart great up. Chart. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a great chart, Lending Tree. So Realtor had the the chart and Inman didn't. Well, in, so in, well Inman did a different spin. They, they link up to the Lending, lending Tree uh, study though. Yeah. So you can go there and check the whole thing out. Uh, so to understand what buyers do and do not like mm -hmm. so that they could make the needed changes. They wanna hear it directly from the source, right. not through the agent. Right. Okay, so this is like. Well, the problem is though, is sometimes though, you know, you, you don't, you're not necessarily given that information. The agent might not have the, the right feedback if yes. they're not there. The listing agent hasn't heard and, anything or maybe the buyer's agent didn't give feedback. And sellers, they want to know what's going on. This speaks to what Zillow's been saying for years, that the buyers, the sellers, they want 
more control of the transaction. This would be an example of that. 49% mm -hmm. of sellers said that was the number one reason. Number two reason, 36% of sellers said to gather information that would be useful during negotiations. So to be strategic. Yes. If Nicole goes in there and, and she's a buyer and she says, I love this house. Oh my God, we got to have it. We can afford over list, but let's go under. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, we're definitely getting them to pay full price. Right. So, so using it in that scenario. Uh, number three reason to ensure my home is safe during showings. 31% of sellers said that to just ensure the safety, make sure maybe nothing is getting stolen. Right. I, so in my mind, I feel like you you would use the footage if something was like you would revert back to it. But listen, Nicole, in your experience, and I've, I've experienced this so many times yes. with sellers and listings, did you have a showing? Yes. And then talk to the seller and they're like, oh my gosh, I was watching. This person said this. This person said that. Have you ever had sellers never. that do that? You've I've never had that? Never. I've had so many sellers like, oh, Byron. Uh, you know, they said this. I was listening to their conversation. The only, the only time that anyone has ever brought up a video was there was one time an agent went with with their their client. They also happened to be friends. And what they did was they ended up sitting on the couch and they started like chatting for like an hour. And they're like, so, why are they not leaving my well, house? Well, my client was like, Nicole, buyers went in without their agent. There are people sitting well, on my big, couch yeah, right big, now. That's a big deal. But, I, but yeah. obviously it was the agent. They happened to be. That was the only time that I've ever gotten a call where I was like, I'm not understanding. But this is, this is why people want to watch. It's, it's their home. They, right. They've got all their personal items. They've yes. been there for, for many years. You know, home has a certain feeling. Of course. To it. And if someone's just going to sit in there, sit on the couch, maybe maybe make a sandwich. Well, we had another situation you know? recently, though, too, where actually the tenant was occupying a a, a, a a unit we had on the market. And she happened to see the buyer put her, like, scratch her butt. Remember? Oh, you told me that one. And yeah, then yeah, the, yeah. And the tenant freaked out. Oh no! Shut, so I saw the. I actually saw the. Video I saw of this. the video too. Yeah. Shut down the show. So no, 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 never let buyers in, in again. In in the that was the listing agent or the uh, the, uh, the seller that was upset about the butt scratch, right? The, te the tenant. Oh, the tenant was she watching. Was she the was the tenant. The tenant had the recording device. Yes. That's interesting because if you have a tenant in there, who's to say the tenant doesn't have a recording device? The the seller has to sign off on the recording device, but they don't well, maybe know still, what's in there. Well, but still, but the listing agent still uh, okay. needs to disclose that they're this, being recorded. I remember the scenario that you're yes. talking about. That wasn't just a butt scratch. That was a total. It was down the pant. That was a total like. It was down, and then there was hang, and then she kept it there. Sixty seconds or more, she because then she walked around with her. She hand walked around. She, in she had her, her butt. hand, yeah, in her pants, yeah, just walking around mm -hmm. for an extended period of time. Yes, in rooms, out of yeah. rooms. I don't know. Maybe left a phone in the under. I don't know. Was, a phone? There, no, there, there was there no phone in there. there. All right. There was number no. Four, I hope there wasn't a phone in there. Number four reason: twenty-three percent of sellers said to see what my real estate agent is saying about the home. I bet you it's more than that. How is my agent pitching the home? Are they talking about the fireplace that I had custom built? Are the they actually showing the up backyard? when they say are they, that they are were they gonna, there? Are they yes. present? Um, I told them and I showed my agent exactly what to say, how to explain what was built. Are they explaining it the way I want them to? Are they mentioning that the uh, irrigation system in the back is top of the line. Are they mentioning what wow, you can't see? Wow, that sounds see? pretty specific. Did you have that because, issue? Because sellers get very specific. Yeah. Are they mentioning 
how much and what type of insulation oh my lord i have behind yeah. my walls yeah. i mean th this is where sellers go right because they think the insulation is is going to push them over the top right. sometimes so are they having that conversation i shared all this information with you the listing agent for a reason right, are you sharing that right and are you actually Again, doing I, a I great job selling the property are you showing up there are a lot of sellers that believe the value of a great listing agent is the presentation at the property how they're pitching the property how they're showing it how they're making buyers feel and if they're having a lackluster experience hey just walk around you know i don't want that agent maybe if right. i'm if i'm a seller and i really believe in the presentation right. or maybe that's why i hired them right number 5 reason i just always have the cameras on for security purposes so safety was mm -hmm. was number 3 31% 10% says I always have it on, it on for security. Right. So you could almost cluster those two together and, and that's, well, that's a big reason. Well, I feel reason. like though the 10% though are, are the ones, again, like what I was saying, like it's just always running. And if something happens, like they're they're like they're like resorting back to it. I can't, I would like to think that those 10% are not, I mean, would you sit and watch showings at your house? I don't know that I would. I wouldn't, but I but I also know how many people do. I, I think this number is low, by the way. Three well, out of only, ten. They only interviewed 2,000 people. people. I, I think it's low. I think more people do it. And the people that do it, they are more glued to that screen than they are on the new Netflix show. They This is like, you know, they are not taking their eyeballs off of this until the showing's over. There's a lot of people like that. I can see why. Um, why they are? Would I? I know, wonder I, if I it was more not. though during COVID. You know, I gotta tell you though, I didn't go. I didn't go inside to all showings. If I, I gotta had to tell you, that, I mean, the homes that that I've sold, I've been the agent. Yeah, and I do want to be at the showing. You know, unless I know the agent, then I let them in on a lockbox. But I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. You're uh, at showings as a listing agent of my own personal house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just it's a weird thing because I do believe in the lockbox and and I've obviously let I'll let agents in that. Wait, you went to all of your showings when you sold your home? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Really? The one that bought it? Yeah. Her buyer agent couldn't be there. So okay. she said, "Hey Byron, do you mind?" I said, "Yeah, no problem." I, well, I understand I'll, that. I'll then so, you have so, to so, be there. So I showed it to the buyer and what do you know, she bought it. There is. I and, did the and, complete opposite. I was like, I don't want to. I I'm out. Like if you're, I'm if, out. If if you don't have a great buyer agent, the buyer doesn't. There is something to having a powerful listing agent 100%. sell the property. Agreed. To the buyer and have getting to. them to take action have and writing to. an offer. Have so. to. Well, especially if it's an in agent that isn't we had, local. We I had, mean, I found that to be the most important because there's so many agents that aren't local and so many people are moving here from out of state where they're like, is there a downtown green? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm, um, excuse, excuse me. me. Excuse me. I'm we, sorry. We had also recently gutted that house. And so, oh, so you wanted to talk about the insulation? Want to talk about the insulation and the irrigation in the backyard? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I didn't have <laughs> irrigation, but but you know there was things that that a buyer agent wouldn't have been able to explain. Like, hey, for example, we just went through the process of splitting the backyard. Now you can take action on splitting it and buy that separately. It's ready to go. It's ready to be split. Right. Or you can buy it and keep it all as one. But, but, you know, explaining those kind of things is some value there too. Okay. Okay. So 
On the flip side though, Nicole, yes. buyers, more than a quarter or 29% of buyers who use a real estate agent for their home purchase said their agent warned them mm -hmm. a hidden camera could be used during a home show. And so you have 30% and 29 well, i so, walk in and so it look. sounds like i look sounds like most people are aware yeah that, I that, look. That that's going on despite the use of the surveillance cameras though 56 56 percent of consumers said it doesn't make um them, them want, want to back out of the deal or of purchase their dream home even if they know that the seller is listening in or, or watching the showing the remaining 44 percent said however that they would not buy the home if they felt spied on Ugh. That's ridiculous. That's a loser mentality. I Are agree. you kidding me? Um, this is like real shit. Majority of buyers feel that the use of a spy camera during shows is an invasion of their privacy. Oh, my Lord. Clearly, that buyer's agent did not do a good job. We're talking about the same buyer's agent that is not living in the same town and is literally just opening the door. They're just opening the door. 32% of more than the 2,000 consumer survey said they'd consider using a hidden camera during a future home selling process. And Gen Zers, eight, ages 18 to 24, are the most likely at 41%, while only one in five baby boomers, 56 to 75, said they would, hmm. uh, would use, use a camera in their next sale. I feel like, I I feel like my dad is using a camera more than like a 22-year-old. I know. I, Do 22-year-olds even own the no, homes? No, they don't. They don't. So I, I think they're just. But my dad, I mean, he's got the he's got he likes it on his phone. He's got cameras in the front and the back. He's like, look at the coyote. I'm like, I don't care about the coyote. Like, yeah. that's the annoying part too. That happens with my my mom has a ring camera and the thing bleeps at her. Ever and I'm like, just can you turn it like the notification off? Like you got mailmen. Like you're on a busy road. Like it's your phone's blowing up. Um, security cameras. For sellers, racket, not a racket. What's your overall take? I guess I don't like the idea of them spying on the showing, but I mean, sellers are allowed to do. You don't what, like the idea. What they it. want? Well, I guess I just don't understand it. Like, mm. let like trust. But this the process. goes back to. I mean, when I when I bring a buyer into a home, knowing that the listing agent was in there before this was really, you know, happening all the time, yeah. I'd say to the buyers before when we're in the driveway, hey you know, you're better off just putting on a poker face and really saying nothing about the home till we get out. Of, if you have one, a question, ask the question. Well, that's the biggest thing I said. The listing agent is here. Yeah, I mean, I guess put on the poker face, but like ask every right. single question right yeah. now because they're here to answer all, like that's and, why they're here. And if you want to comment on something, comment more on what you don't like, not what you like. Well, hey, yeah, you know, that kind of gets annoying though, too, because then like no, don't make it a theme because it's like because then like you're like, well, clearly you like the house right. because now you're trying make to it make theme, it but, look ridiculous but, but because you're, and then you put in an offer and you're and I and I'll say to the agents like it didn't even sound like they liked the house. Like this some, is ridiculous. If there's something obvious like, you know, uh, I hate how that jacuzzi tub takes up, you know, 50 percent of the master path. That, that's just, just a little bit disappointing. You know, that could be I a good know. thing The to whole point thing out. is exhausting. Let the yeah. people go through your home. Let them yeah. feel it. Let them experience it. It's the same reason why you take all of your personal photos off of the I wall. Think, because you want them to you want them to be in there I think, experiencing their experience so they buy it. I think like what we do in our state, disclose it up front. And I'd love to hear in the comments if your state does the same thing. Disclose it up front. Yeah. And then the buyer's got to make the decision, hey, you know, how much am I going to say? Well, what am I going to say? What am like I going to do? baby cams yeah. too. I feel like I see baby cams more than but, I don't. But ultimately, I never watch you're my buying, kids sleep. Do you watch your kids sleep? No, no. But ultimately, you're buying somebody else's home. It's their home. You know, so you got to play by the rules. I hear you. Okay. But you're trying to sell your home. Right. Yeah. But but it but it is still their home. Okay. They don't have to sell.
Agreed. Um, love for you, by the way. If you like this content, please share it and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so. Racket number two, bidding wars are cooling off. How to prepare for a shift in the market. This is an Inman article. We will link it up. Nicole, before we get into the 10 uh, preparations that mm -hmm. you can do yes. for a shifting market, mm -hmm. we'll comment on each one of them. Are you feeling a shift mm -hmm. in this market right now? Are you feeling it just boots on the ground yeah. with, with, your, with your deals? I, I, I 100% feeling a shift. I think though where we're seeing the shift the most is I think we've just capped out on prices. Yeah. And I think the ones that are not getting, I think there are still 100% multiple offers. I think there's tons of showings. I think things are but, selling quickly. But I do think that things are slowing mostly because sellers are still thinking that they can push the envelope and the ones that are pushing it beyond the number that we've already they, sort they of pushed hit. It too far. It's you're, you're falling and, way too short. And our agents on the team are saying, "Hey, you know, we're not seeing as many like 20 offers on a property. Great, well-priced, well-marketed, well-executed plans are going to receive tons of offers in this market. There's still, this is still a seller's market. 100%. Prices are not going anywhere anytime soon. But I am seeing early signs of a different market moving forward. One of the biggest signs for us here locally with our team was the fact that we had like eight open houses this weekend. I think that's the most in any weekend in 15 months. Open houses means the property didn't sell the week before and the open house was canceled. Right. Open houses means properties aren't selling in the first seven days. They're taking two, three weeks. Right. Open houses mean I need more buyers. I right. need more activity. Right. We're seeing open houses across the board. Love to hear if you're seeing the same in your market start to expand. Right. Okay. Number one reason, uh, number one thing to do to prepare for this shifting market is incubate, incubate, incubate. Meaning Stay in touch with all the people over the last 15 months that didn't buy, that didn't sell, mm -hmm. that have shown an interest in real estate. Dive in deep and continue to have these conversations. Don't think because they're worn out and they're taking a break that they don't need relevant information about right. your market. Right. So, so jump in there. What do you, what do you think about that one? Stay no, in touch. I, I think, I, I, I think staying in touch is the biggest thing. I think that there were a lot of buyers that, um, probably, you know, four, three, four months ago, I have a few that were like, I'm out, I'm out until this slows down. I don't need to move. I have a rental. Like I'm, I'm out until it slows down. So obviously the right time to sort of hop them back in. Number two thing to do, buyers may have longer decision times. Okay. So you don't have to feel in a panic. We are seeing more inventory come on this market. Yep. Uh, number three, more in-person showings. Hmm. We just talked about that a little bit with the, mm -hmm. um, with the security cameras as well. But just like, timing. I think as an expert in your marketplace, as an agent who should be doing their job and knowing their market better than anybody, mm -hmm. going to showings as often as you possibly can is a smart idea in a shifting market because you're going to hear what the buyers are, are talking mm -hmm. about, what the, you know, what the feedback uh, from from sellers is and you're going to meet other agents and you're going to be able to get that ground floor feeling of the market by being at showings. Hmm. Okay. So I think, I think you should be at these more in-person showings, but, but they're saying, Hey, not, up for the buyer. an out of town buyer yeah. now doesn't have to do FaceTime. They're going to have time to, Hey, I can get there on Friday. This property is not going to sell in the next three days. Right. I guess what's the most important thing here though, too, is, is agents that are heavy, li like listing agents. I mean, this is the time to really start having those conversations with your sellers during the listing that, Hey, things are going to take a little longer. Don't Show them get, examples. 
Don't get nervous that it didn't sell the first week. It's okay to have an open house. Like this yep. is because that's you will be fired and they will be so angry at you if you're not preparing them for this shift because all they've heard up to this point is multiple offers over list price in three minutes. Know your market. What happened the last six months isn't going to be the next six months. Right. So start to see these trends in your local market early uh, before everybody else. Number four, return of the tire kickers. We're Love talking about open them. houses. You're going to see more and more tire kickers now that are showing up at these open houses, especially pricing. What Nicole's talking about educating on them. Hey, you have a great opportunity with the past comps, but look at three examples here where they went out too high. They thought the price was going to continue to accelerate. And then they sat on the market for 21 days and they got less than I thought they would have gotten if they just went out at this price. Right. So here's the price. Let's go get that record sale. Right. But let's make sure we have buyers that are still out there competing. If we can't get 20 offers, let's go get four because we picked the right price to present the property. Right. Um, I think what'll be interesting too, and I'm sort of going off on the side here because there was another article that we saw in Inman about people that are in these multiple offer situations are like bailing out. They're getting cold feet. So I think that this is really going to be a great time too because buyers have a little bit more time. Again, educate your sellers on the process. But I really think that this coming fall, we're going to see a lot more deals staying together, which I mean is always what you I want. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. No, that's, that's true. Anyway. Prep for sale. So number six, prep for sale. So, you know, you can't just take crappy photos agents and slap a property on. If you're a consumer, you want an agent that's got a detailed marketing plan that they are that are they can prove to you that they're going to execute in this market. If you're going to be on the market for three weeks, that seems like an eternity compared to what we saw the last six months. If properties aren't selling in 72 hours. What are you going to do to get the attention that my property and home deserves over the next 21 days? I think, though, it's also important, um, too, though, that like you're saying, though, buyers staging are, matters more. Oh, well, I, I, honestly, staging has always mattered more, always has mattered yeah, more. I mean, it we, matters we've more talked, now in this scenario. Of course. I mean, all of it matters more. I do think, though, too, like because they are taking a little bit longer, though, too, I think these listing agents need to continue to cultivate the relationship with the buyer's agent. Stay in touch. Ask them where they are in the process. Because, again, I can't tell you how many times I'm getting feedback where they're like, they love the home, but have maybe four more homes to see. They, again, they now have the time to take them all in. Number seven, longer marketing times. Just kind of spoke about yep. that with the prep for sale. Yep. Uh, number eight, buyers turned sellers who overpaid. Buyers now turning into sellers mm -hmm. who overpaid. That's going to be a tough one. You know, if you overpaid in this market and created your own bubble and now you need to sell, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out I for you. I don't know how that's going to work out either. Number nine, contract terms. Okay, so... Uh, this is another area where armchair experts surrounding a buyer or a seller often get it plain wrong. Most haven't read a current real estate contract and related forms. Yeah. So, you know, you're hearing, Hey, this worked out for me that, you know, they did three deals in their whole life. Get with an expert that's going to really position your contract terms to accomplish your goal. Right. Uh, number 10, the state of the real estate market. This is a big one. This is what I'm talking about. Going to showings. Knowing your numbers, seeing trends. I got on our radio show on Saturday and I said, guys, uh, you know, listeners out there in radio land, I said, in March, April, and May last year, I told you this is going to be the biggest, I said it before it happened, 
the biggest opportunity for sellers in our state than we've seen in 15 years. I was ahead of the curve when I said that. And I got on Saturday's show and I said, I'm going to be ahead of the curve again. The market you saw in the last six months is going to be different over the next six months. Prices are not falling off a cliff, but they're not increasing, but they're not increasing. Right. And your ability to have a ridiculous amount of offers has certainly decreased. Can you still capture that today? Yes. Yes. But is it less likely than it was in April? Absolutely. In our market, it is. I'm already seeing those early signs. If you know your market, you know the numbers better than anybody. You should be studying this every day. You should be studying the hot sheet like Nicole White does every single day. Looking, You're looking for that flip for us? I am. Nicole White's looking for a flip right now for us. Uh, you should be studying the you know price per square foot, the days on market, the showings per listing, mm -hmm. the months of inventory, mm -hmm. the median price, the average price in your market, in categories, single family, condos, right? Four bedrooms. You should know all of this better than anybody. And you should be able to regurgitate that to both buyers, sellers, and investors. I think that's the most important thing for agents to pick up well, on this Well, 100%. I, I think what's the most important here too, especially if you're like a new agent that just sort of came into the market in 2021, I think it's really important for you to probably sit down with like a seasoned agent that's been in the market for a while. Because again, what we're seeing now, even though it's maybe slowed a tad, is still like off the chain good. So if you have sellers that are like, we've only had 25 showings, be like, yeah, well, like 18 months ago, you would have only had seven. So I do think that it's important to, to again, if you're, if you haven't been in the market long enough to certainly hook up with somebody that has so that you too, because I'm sure these agents are getting nervous too, right? Like, why am I able to show this house? Or their, their buyers are probably like, it's been in the market for eight days. There's something yeah. wrong with it. You know, I, it's all like, again, like you're saying, you, you really do need to know the information because because everyone's going to be worried, just like they were six months ago with Absolutely. multiple offers. Um, Th this is your job to be the educator, right. okay? You're not yeah. a door opener. You're an educator. For sure. And if you don't know the goods, if you don't know it better than anybody, how can you educate? Yeah. It's a lengthy article. We'll link it up. I, I think there's a lot of value in that. For sure. Uh, so, so check that out. Marketeer of the week. Love her. This could be a, a co-marketeer though. No, we're going to give it to one. Liz no, Vaynerchuk. You give, it, you give it up to the girl. Novello, you yes. are the marketeer of the week. Go check out the confessional we just did uh, with Liz. She confessed on everything, real life, business life. Mom if you're somebody life, yeah. who's thinking about getting into real estate, she has great tips for new agents in there. Mom life Mom for life, sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Go check out the confessional. We'll, we'll link that up as well. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss confessionals. But what Liz does, and the reason why she's the marketeer of the week this week is because, and she does this, I would say, almost better than anybody. She does what Jason Pantana, and that's why I said we could almost have a, a co-marketer of the week. She does what Jason Pantana posted about this week on his Instagram. Uh, Jason Pantana made a post, and the headline is, follow your shot. He was on a podcast, and what he means by follow your shot is when you make a post, so so in basketball, Nicole, mm -hmm. what he says is mm -hmm. when you take a three-pointer, what do they teach you to do? They teach you to they teach you to follow the shot. Remember, because, I don't I don't play sports. Because if, if you don't make the three-pointer, yeah. if you don't make the three-pointer, there's a rebound opportunity of there. Course. So somebody's got to get the Makes rebound sense. and you want, you want the ball back. By the way, yes. did you see in the Olympics that, that robot who was 
who was shooting the three pointer. Wait a minute, you watched the Olympics? No, but I saw this on uh, like TikTok or oh, on, on Snapchat. Yeah, or something. figured. Actually, I posted. I saw it on TikTok. And I posted it on, on Snapchat myself. Hmm. So the robot made a three pointer swish, moved back to the uh, free throw line, ma- made the um, no the the half court line. Okay. Half court swish. Yeah. I mean, robots are coming for us, uh, real estate coming agents, for us. in every single way. Absolutely. Who's going to want to watch a you robot better, land, you better a, get your land, game a, land a, a, a three pointer every time? I don't. Uh, but who wants to walk into a showing and say, uh, Mr. Robot, like, um, where exactly is the property line? Probably just magically, like, magically draws a line for you. So I don't know. Anyways, someone's going to put that Total diversion. Jason Bantana says, follow your shot. How does that relate to social media? It relates this way. Okay. You make a post on Instagram. Uh, you make an Instagram reel and you put it together. All this, you put all the work together to make this great piece of content, but then you don't comment right. on it. Right. You don't engage comments. You don't send this to people in the DM. Um, you, you don't, reply back to others comment you are now not following your shot you're not following through on all the work you did liz she does this better than anybody she's great i'm always like oh look she likes me she she comments on everything she not only replies to a hundred percent of comments oh she but she also responds she replies she Puts a comment into all your shit too. Puts a comment onto your post. Which then makes you want to post on hers. She engages with you when you engage on her content or on your content in the DM. So she takes it to the next level. We know the real conversations are happening in those message platforms, uh, you know, direct message, Facebook message. That's where the real relationships are being built, mm-hmm. right? Not in a weird way, in, in a business well, way. I don't know. And, Tom Tool does it kind of weird. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Tom Tool. Let me see. Let me see those DMs. No, Tom Tool. No, 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 not to, not, not to me. Not to me. Not to me. I'm just Tom saying. Tom Tool. Is that a true story? Remember that little. Remember. Well, we'll talk about it another. You were on the group chat. Remember he was he was trying to recruit agents and he was and he showed us what he was writing to oh, them. And I was like, like Whoa, <laughs> dude! It sounds like you're asking them out on a date. He, he changed the scripting there. Anyways, good thing. Uh, but Liz does a great job at this. Yeah. And, and I'd love to like just scroll through maybe one of her posts, Bobby, where we can just like show that it's not just like 70% of the comments. She replies to 100% of the comments. But she's, she's also great so genuine. I mean, Absolutely. again, please watch the confessional because you can feel, you can feel her kindness. Um, she, she really truly wants to see every agent succeed, succeed and, 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 and encourages all agents to be kind. And again, there's just such true kindness in her voice. Absolutely. Um, she really is truly, and I hate to say this cause I don't, I don't mean to pigeonhole her cause I know she's trying desperately to sort of get out of it too kind of is like she's a true mom like she's she's no no but i'm just saying like you know obviously she loves being a mom yes there's always that constant grind of being mom and 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 the guilt the guilt of being away from your business as well as being away from your children and and how to sort of push through all of that and um again I, i she's just absolutely lovely it's often been said that teachers and nurses make the best real estate agent you know former teachers teachers former nurses not part-time, right? Obviously. So yeah. retire, go, go on to a yeah. next profession. Right. Liz was a teacher for seven years. Yeah. She, she comes from a place of what we talked about, wanting to help, wanting to educate mm-hmm. buyers, sellers, and investors, but actually just caring. And knowing so, that there's enough room for everybody yeah. in the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Funny. We talked about that in the confessional. Yeah. You got to go check out the confessional. Yeah. Uh, again, that'll be linked up. Liz, congrats. You are the marketeer of the week. 
and Jason, you get an assist, another back um, a basketball turn. That's assist. like you calling me like the Nicole one B. Yeah, but you are the one B. one A. One I'm a. the A. Yeah, mm. one A. I thought I was the B. No, you're the so one. So she's a. the one. I'm the one A. Yeah, my wife Nicole would it be was the, the one. one. You'd be the one A. I'm always the yeah. And on the team, you'd be the one A. To my one in that scenario. Yep. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about all that? I feel great about it. <laughs> I feel fabulous. All right, Pantana with the assist. Uh, really appreciate you guys. L- love to hear your feedback on all these topics, wh- what you're seeing in your market. Uh, I know I've asked a few times, but really, if you're interested in this content, would love to see you guys subscribe to the channel. It's how we can get this uh, podcast into, into even more agents and help more agents. So see you guys next week. See ya. Keep it real. Keep it real.